From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Well, happy holidays to everybody. This is our Christmas special here on the Desert Scene. I'm Bonnie G with Brian Mendoza, and we have a special guest, Dutch Hailing. He's going to uh, do the twist the night before Christmas a little bit later. But, you know, this is just, uh, we do this every year, and uh, it's just kind of a fun little Christmas special. We've got a little music, some couple of professional singer friends of mine. We have some recordings that they generously uh, uh, donated to this cause, and we're just going to you know have some christmas trivia and just have fun are you in the holiday spirit brian oh yes i i love christmas i'm always in the holiday spirit i i try to do all my traditions this year this year i try to do all my traditions because last year half of them were closed and i was like you know what i gotta make up for them this year and uh, he has this cool sweater on galaxy's greetings uh, it's a, a Mer- merry force be with you it's a star wars with yoda He's so cute on this Christmas sweater. It's adorable. I'm really going cute. to a, I'm going to a concert later, so I bought this specifically for it. But I also thought it fit for t- for today too. And Absolutely. I thought, you know, why not wear an ugly sweater? And honestly, I love it. Even I don't even think it's ugly. I think it's cute. I think it's adorable. <laughs> I think it's adorable. well. You know, since Dutch is with us here live, we're going to bring him in. Yes, not just, I am live. Not just to do the poem, but so Dutch, what do you, um, are you in the Christmas spirit this year? Oh, absolutely. And after last year's Christmas, uh, I'm definitely in the christmas spirit here good good so do you have your tree up and all that stuff and a little pre- couple presents well, here and there we don't do a tree okay uh, what we do is uh we do an outside christmas sculpture and we do it with twinkle right now i have uh, about 400 strings of 100 string lights. lights out in front of our house and what you know? so what is it what is your design uh this year it was uh branches random <clears throat> random height branches from a tree yeah which i stuck in boards and then wrapped all the branches so uh-huh. it's just this oh, that collage of lights out front that sounds great and i'm sure you can see it from space <laughs> <laughs> that's dutch hailing's oh that's awesome i love that it reminds me of this one um structure that used to be here in pond springs the robo lights and then unfortunately yeah. went yeah. away that yeah. it kind of reminds me of that because i think there were neighbors complained or something or the plane airplanes complained or i don't know something happened something happened yeah. and unfortunately Unfortunately, it's not here anymore, yeah. but there was rumors that it was going to come to Desert Hot Springs, but then, you know, things didn't go the way they did in 2020, so yeah. hopefully one day it shows yeah. up again. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, do you have your tree up and cre- presents bought and all that good stuff? Yeah, I bought all my presents November. I had to get them over good for with, you. and I put up the tree by November 25th. Okay. I, I try to get Christmas up early just so I can have it here and spend more time with it, but also because I'm Mexican American, so we have another another Christmas. Our January 6th is our second Christmas. Now, what is that called? Uh, Dia de los Reyes, like king, a day of the three kings. Okay. You don't have to be religious to celebrate it, but in my family, we just like to have an extra Christmas, so we get two Christmases. There you go. And, uh, you know, I'm so impressed that you d- uh, did the, all of that early. I'm still, I did a couple presents, started a couple, a week ago. I'm not doing that, just a few presents here and there, but I'm almost done. But I decided this year, I made a decision this year that I was going to slow down, pare down, and enjoy it because so many years in the past you're running 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 you yeah. got to get the pressure you got to run 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 and then oh, by yeah. the time it's over you're like i didn't even enjoy this so this year i said you know what 
I'm going to slow down and, you know, take some time during the day to sit down, have a cup of coffee and look at the Christmas tree and listen to some music and enjoy the season. And I'm doing it this year and I'm really glad. That's wonderful. Yeah. I did too. And also I got my finals done a little early so I can just finally relax and watch some Christmas movies. Last year, because because everything was closed down, I actually did a 25 days of movie Christmas and I watched 25 Christmas movies. Did you really? I mean, he's he's a movie fanatic. Oh, yeah. So I got some of the classics like Christmas in Connecticut, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, A Christmas Story, and all those ones. And then I got some of the alternative ones like Black Christmas, which is a pretty good horror film. Tell me about Black... Oh, it's a horror film? It's a horror film about sorority chicks that are being harassed by a killer. Yeah. And during Christmas? (laughs) How how cheery. (laughs) And there's also Die Hard. I saw that again. Oh, Die Hard, yeah. And and someone said to me, uh, well, this is a spoiler for the movie, but you know that movie's old at this point. It just saying, someone was saying this, to, th- saying this to me. You know what, Brian? It's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls, falls off. Falls off. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's true. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a friend yeah. that's like, it's not. It's not Christmas for me until I see those sorority girls get harassed on the telephone. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Have you ever heard the story of the production of uh, Die Hard when uh, Alan Rickman does? They told him he was only going to fall a few feet. But in reality, they had about a 12-foot drop. (gasps) And they had a big air mattress. So if you look at his face for the first couple of seconds, he's he's freaked out. Okay, I'm falling backwards. And then all of a sudden, his eyes get wide and his mouth. That's real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great interview with him. Wow. He talked about that. He was such a great actor. And he passed away, didn't he? I think he passed away. He passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 He was fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do a little Christmas trivia. I have some stuff here. So uh, let's see. Um, oh, you're going to get this. This is so easy. We'll start easy. In A Christmas Story, what gift does Ralphie receive from his aunt? Red Ryder BB gun. A pink bunny suit. Pink bunny suit. My bad, my bad, that's, my bad. He gets that from his aunt. Pink okay. Uh, let's see. That's too easy. Uh, da, 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 da. Buddy the Elf. See, I didn't know this. Buddy the Elf sticks to the four main food groups. According to him, which are candy, candy canes, candy corns, and maple syrup. 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 Very good. I didn't know that. Uh, Okay, here we go. You probably know this. What's the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, What is it? I'm trying to think. Is it either Die Hard or is it Die Hard? No, not that one. Um, Darn, I'm trying to think. I, I almost want to say The New Little Women, but it's not that. Um. Oh my God! I'm try- I'm having a hard time. But what is it? What is it? There's, they say it's Home Alone. Home Alone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say Home yeah. Alone. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say Home Alone. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let me see. Let me see. Something easy. Um. Oh, I say I didn't know this. What was the real name of the character Tim Allen plays in the Santa Claus? <laughs> you beat. You got me. <laughs> real name. <gasps> Scott Calvin. Scott. <laughs> Okay. Oh, these ones are good. Uh, no, 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 no. That's too easy. Okay, Elf. Elf says this is a quote from Elf. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is. Oh, that's a good one. I don't. Know. Singing loud for all to hear. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. 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 There we go. Uh, let me do one more. Da, 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 da. Mm. Oh, now see, I didn't know this. True or false, Jingle Bells was always intended to be a Christmas song. 
Um, no. No. It's false. What was it re- originally written for? Um, what holiday? Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanks. Yes, I did not know that. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, okay, one more. One more. How old was the girl who sang, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? How old was she? <laughs> what? I've never even heard that song. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Was she like six? She was 10. 10, okay. Ten. I was going to say it. You know, it's funny because when you look back and listen uh, and listen to all these Christmas songs and you see their history, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was just a pamphlet for Macy's. Like, here you go, have some it, like something to buy. There it you was go. yeah, it was a, it was a promotion for the store for commerce and became this huge yeah. uh, story fable. Yeah, well, once yeah. Gene Autry got a yeah. hold of it yeah. too, he yeah. Pfft. Yeah. Rudolph the Red yeah. Nose Reindeer. Yeah, well, he let's, took it off. Let's do this. Why don't we? Why don't we play Patricia Welch? Patricia Welch is a, a friend of mine, a wonderful singer in town. She appears at the Indian Wells Resort every Friday and Saturday with Mark Antonelli, and she has lent her dulcet tones for us today, doing the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe How to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple wish To kids from 1 to 92 Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas To you Merry Christmas, everybody The fabulous Patricia Welch. Thank you so much, Patricia. So, uh, Brian, you have a Christmas story, some memories or traditions. Uh, what do you want to add? Well, some here? of my traditions are that I go to, I drive around and go see Christmas lights, either in Riverside because there's a Christmas display, uh, Christmas lights display in downtown Riverside. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do some non. Christmas sounding but still Christmas to me I love wearing my jacket and my sweater and walking down downtown and just looking at all the towns and listening to Christmas music mm-hmm. on my headphones or I watch this is what I do one every Christmas I try to watch it's a wonderful life at 10 p.m. so by the time it's midnight it's Christmas day and 
they celebrate and they have that happy ending oh, of Christmas. Good for it's you. I like life. that. Yeah. I, that's what I try to do. I watch it at 10 and it ends right when George. Uh, it's and midnight. The angel gets to, gets, gets his, his wings, wings at yeah. midnight. Yeah, and I just love that movie. You know, I am, I am, I'm happy that I'm doing the relaxing thing, but I'm disappointed. I try to every year. I try to every year watch Charlie Brown Christmas, Rudolph, and White Christmas, and this year I've watched none of them mm. so far. You have, you I'm a have little a disappointed in that. <laughs> yeah, I have the DVD of White Christmas, but in our living room with our big TV, it doesn't play DVDs. I have a little smaller TV in my office that plays DVDs, but I have to sit in my office and watch it. So I might do that. I, I don't know. I think I'll tell you afterwards, but I think there's a um, screening of White Christmas on Christmas at, at Palm, Palm Street Cultural yeah. Center. Yes. yes, I think it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think you should watch it. Yeah. Um, no, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, Dutch has some backstory about the movie White Christmas. Definitely. Have you ever seen all the mistakes that are no. in the movie? No. No. Oh tell, my! Tell God. us. Well, I used to, they used to go to these parties where there would be 15, 20 people, and it was a lot like a, a Rocky Horror Show where people would do the show. Mm-hmm. These people would all sit there and do White Christmas. For instance, uh, uh, Danny Kay and Vera Miles are dancing. When you're dancing, and they do this great thing the out on a, a dock, the best happen when you're dancing, yeah, and okay. up on the top of a boat, and then they come back down. If you watch at the end of that dance, she steps directly on his ankle and breaks one of the bones in it. <gasps> yeah, oh, I gotta watch. That. It's right there. You'll see it as and she towards goes towards the end of the dance. Yeah, then wow. he's down on his knees, and he's got his legs stuck out in the back, and she just <gasps> boom right there. Oh my gosh! Another good one is the, uh, <clears throat> you know when. Uh, Rosemary Clooney gets mad at Bing and yeah. says, that's it. Yeah. Somehow, she gets this marvelous booking the next day in a <laughs> nightclub in New yeah. York. And yeah. she goes there, and there's no rehearsal period. If you and I got a booking yeah. for a Christmas show the yeah. next day, we'd be singing nonstop yeah. for 24 hours. We'd yeah. be wore out for the show. Yeah. She just shows up in her gown and yeah. everything, yeah. and she does the, the number wonderful. Uh, and if you'll pay attention to Vera Miles later, or not Vera Miles, Vera Ellen. Vera she does this this uh, love uh, song, yeah. uh, You Didn't Do Right By, by Me. me yeah. right. uh, she's got all these dancers around her that pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So if you really look at it, if being on stage, you know what goes on with that. I can just see these four dancers crawling on their hands and knees, knees to get there, over yeah. to get to the right side and then pop up <laughs> and yeah. pop back down and yeah. crawl again. It's just fantastic. There are so many mistakes and so many things that made it to the film. Yeah. You have to just look it up, Mistakes in White Christmas, or uh, just watch the movie several times and go, oh, I can't believe I never saw that. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. What do you, I, I want to talk to Dutch, because I happen to know that Dutch is quite a cook. Oh, He's yes. He's quite a cook. Yeah. So what what do you like to cook on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve? What are your traditions? Well, I grew Food-wise. up with the traditional ham, mm-hmm. and scalloped potatoes, yeah. uh, asparagus with... Uh, hollandaise sauce then mm. i finally started saying you know there's got to be other things so i went the prime rib route yeah uh, with all the accoutrement then do you I ever went, do turkey oh yeah yeah, yeah okay. i've done turkey uh i've done crown roast of pork you know which okay. is a big you know big yeah. presentation thing but in the last few years we've gone to lobster oh we just Ooh. hog out on seafood yeah. and i'm sure there's some 
horrible result of that is going to hit us at some day. Well, you know you're going to die. Nah. It looks like you've had so much lobster and crab in your yeah. life that if you had just had a little less, you know. Oh, <laughs> See, I don't, I don't eat meat. I only eat fish and seafood. So, you know, that would be perfect for me. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, we start off with a, a shrimp cocktail with mm. jumbo shrimp the yeah. size of your, your face. face. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we go to crab legs, All right. which are becoming... Unfortunately, they're becoming uh, uh, an item that we can no longer afford. Uh-huh. You can buy lobster cheaper than you can buy crab. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I have heard about that. that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they're uh, king crab legs right now are going for forty-six dollars a pound. <gasps> yeah, and oh my god, over half of it is shell. That's so, crazy. Uh, no, why would you do that? And, yeah. and snow crab is now the price of uh, king crab. It's $19 a pound. That's craziness. So we're just going to, this year, lump it all into the lobster fest and get a couple. I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. That sounds fabulous. Well, Now, you grew up where? I grew up in Utah, up in the high mountains of Utah. So tell me about your traditions when you were a kid, Christmas stuff. Oh, well, I grew up in a a small Mormon town, Ah. Mormon-based town, Heber City, Ah. Utah. Definitely celebrated Christmas. The streets were, you know, decorated with garlands. There was lights everywhere. There was a tree house at the courthouse, a a tree at the courthouse. Oh, it was just, you know. The whole nine carol- yards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Carolers, you'd go out yeah. caroling. And, and you'd uh, for me, I was a food guy. So I was like, if I go caroling, I get to have a deviled ham sandwich and hot chocolate. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. I'm yeah. going. That's yeah. me. Here we go. Oh, Some incentive. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tended to have the better voice. So they were like, push me to yeah. the front and go. Put Dutch in front. Yeah, yeah. put Dutch in front. And Dutch, yeah. you do. When it gets to this part, you just yeah. sing that by yourself. Yeah. It was a solo. I didn't know it was a solo. Yeah. I probably would have said... <laughs> What's it worth? I want two ham sandwiches. I want two chocolates on yeah. that deal. Uh, so we would do everything caroling, and then uh, having a large extended family. Uh, Christmas morning, that was it. And my parents, some people, and, and it's a tradition that I've now taken a hold of, open their gifts on Christmas Eve. I just was going to oh, yeah. ask about that. Yeah. yeah. So w- we never did that though. You had to wait till Christmas morning. Yeah. And you were expecting, if you woke up, don't you dare go downstairs (laughs) until you smell the coffee brewing and hear the parents talking. And then you could go in there and act surprised like, I already knew what was in those boxes. I went under your bed two weeks ago. Oh, you peeked. You peeked. Of course I did. I did more than peek. You know what? There was one year, only one year, that my, I'm one of three, I'm the middle child of three, that we snooped. And we found everything. But then Christmas morning was so disappointing because you yeah. knew everything. Well. It ruined it. But I want to talk about the presents because it's interesting. We went back and forth as a kid. But we got because my mother was like, you got to get up, eat breakfast, make your bed, get dressed up before. And we finally said, screw that. Pardon me. So we went to Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did everything Christmas Eve. But then the kids, we had little stockings that were hung up. They, they would put little stuff in it. So when the kids would wake up at six in the morning, we'd all run and get our stockings and dump them out on the bed and, we'd, and they'd be still asleep. Yeah. So that was great. But the presents we did Christmas Eve because we we're like, we're not waiting until 11 a.m. to do this. Forget <laughs> it. How about you, Brian? Uh, are you asking about Christmas tradition? The pre- and the uh, presents. presents. You know what? I got to say that I loved the ambiguity of presents I cannot 
get I do not want to guess I don't want to know yeah I put it under the tree I wait until Christmas Day yeah. because there's something more special about absolutely. it absolutely and, and I, it doesn't take any discipline for me to be honest with you because I love that mystery because growing up I grew up with the Santa Claus myth oops for anyone who still believes yeah. sorry I was gonna say that the thing is that I've romanticized Christmas so much that even people who are cynical about Christmas, I'm like, ah, they just need a visit from three ghosts or something. Yeah. But <laughs> for me, I just romanticize it. Even the waiting and the 25th, we do have our Christmas dinner the 24th and we have the traditional stuff. But the I but for me, I wait until, well... Christmas, uh, Christmas Day to open our presents. Now, do you guys, do you get up early? Do you have to wait and like, have breakfast and clean everything up and then sit down and just go early in the morning? Um, for us, we just go... We're just straight in the go straight in the morning, okay. and my parents what they do is they watch like the Christmas parade in Mexico or whatever Mexico mm-hmm. City that day, and they're just sitting there in their pajamas, and I just wake up and we just hang out for a little bit, and then we kind of go presents, right into it, okay, and then we open our presents and all that, yeah. but. We have some Christmas songs to play, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we're gonna play what, a little more music for you. Why don't we go ahead and play Jingle Bells? Okay. Jingle Bells. All right, we are now so honored to have the fabulous thespian, Dutch Hailing, uh, regale us with his uh, uh, version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash. I tore open the shutters and I threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear 
but a miniature sleigh, and eight tiny reindeer. With a little driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came. And he whistled and shouted, and he called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet an obstacle and mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys yet flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was just as white as snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye, a twist of his head, soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank the you. fabulous oh. Dutch hailing. Oh, now, I want you, you to tell on the air the story about the baloney. Because oh. I think that's hilarious. Well, uh, my sister's kids, years ago, seemed to have forgotten the purpose of Christmas. It became mm. really, what am I getting? And right. when am I getting it? Right. And, uh, right. So I developed a thing that I called the bag of baloney. Yeah. I bought... Uh, 12 packages of uh, Oscar Mayer bologna and I stuffed it in a paper lunch bag and tied it with a very ornate <laughs> ribbon and the morning of Christmas I made sure I delivered it personally to yeah. their house yeah the delight in yeah. watching their disappointment yeah was unbelievable because they would tear open the bag yeah. thinking that Uncle Dutch had done yeah. really something special yeah. and it was something special it was bologna Oscar Mayer nonetheless yeah. So that became a tradition in my family, and even now my grandchildren are every year get a bag of baloney. Now, do they have they do they ever uh, grasp the humor of it or the meaning of it, or just they just get insulted? I think later in life they probably yeah. will. But yeah. at this point, they, <laughs> right now, like, no. Oh, crazy Uncle Dutch gave us a bag of baloney. What the hell am I going to do with that? You know, so. And I don't know if, it's a good point, I've just thought about it as we were talking, yeah. 
I don't know if they have whatever became of the bologna. Yeah. More did they, they eat it, up, throw it out? or eh, More than like they, they ended probably. up in somebody's lunch. Lunch, you yeah. Know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the bag of bologna is, try it sometime. I love that. You'll, oh, you'll, <laughs> I love you'll, that. You'll love the yeah. reaction. It's the utter confusion when they yeah. open the sack. What and is this? And go, yeah. Yeah. This, this is bologna. <laughs> yeah. In more Christmas ways bologna. than one, yeah. yeah. Brian, you got any other stories or trivia or, or, or traditions for us? You know what? Sometimes I do this thing where, like, I ask, uh, when you're trying to find boxes to put Christmas stuff, stuff in, in. Yeah. St- you sometimes have to find a box of something that you have, but you're not giving them a gift. So one time. So they see the box and they think, oh, wow, it's a this, and it's not. Yeah. So one time I, I bought somebody a um, Hello. Uh, what's it called? Hello Oli- Kitty? Not Hello Kitty. Yeah. I was going to say Hello Kitty, yeah. but no, it's Oliver and Company, the Disney movie with the orange cat. I bought them okay. a stuffed animal of it because that's their favorite Christmas, yeah. uh, not Christmas, Disney movie. movie. Yeah. And so I put it inside a box for a paper shredder. And so I gave it to them. <laughs> and, and they, they thought it was a paper shredder. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if I need a paper yeah. shredder. Yeah. Well, you can see on their face that yeah. they didn't yeah. know. And then they opened it and they're like, oh, I thought I was going to get one of those. I thought eventually was going to be useful, but I like this and instead and it was a stuffed animal yeah and one time i think i i got an extra box of the the you know the christmas tree for charlie brown the one that's bent over little one yeah 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 Yeah. so i got two boxes of that one with the tree where i actually have a tiny little version of the of the charlie brown christmas tree in my living room and one with the a box, an extra box so i put i i forgot what i put in there but it was something else a little gift in there and they opened it up and said, you got me a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're yeah. like, oh, Brian, a Christmas tree. And they opened it up. It was like chocolates or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's better right there. That's better. Yeah, absolutely. I had just read that CBS ex- fully expected the Charlie Brown Christmas special to bomb. Oh, yeah. They were mad Everyone thought. because the director cast children to do the voices, mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. children. Yeah. And he hired his favorite jazz musician, Vince Gerardi, to do the theme song. And they thought it would bomb? Yeah, wow. they were absolutely sure it would bomb. And, and now, uh, so many years later, they've got it. someone somewhere has got to be sitting there going, if only. If oh. I wish I would have known that. The, yeah. Another thing, another reason why they thought it was going to bomb, the animation errors. Because, you know, earlier yeah. we were talking about White Christmas animation errors. Well, the animation errors are so obvious. Like, there'll be parts where because the new Blu-rays and the new DVDs, they take out the sponsorship for Coca-Cola, you'll see them holding up cans and it's red instead of like a Coca-Cola can. But some of the animation errors would be during the ending, depending on which version you watch on the DVD, um, Pigpen's head disappears. and His head disappears? His head disappears. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the animation repeats itself so often. Sometimes like characters, their outfits would change colors. So Uh you'll see them in the dance scene. Some of them will be switching colors and all that. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. and also, like the kids, the little girl that plays Sally can't read, and and she can't read very well. So like they chop up her dialogue. So she's like, "I got what is owed to me." That's how she sounds. Yeah. I got what is owed to me, but they yeah. chop it up so it sounds like a sentence. Yeah, but it but see that it fits her. You that makes sense for her yeah. to speak like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and and the weird so. and the weird thing is that someone said to me the charming part about. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas it's like a Christmas pageant with animation you yeah. have to see the horrible costumes it's fun I mean it's such a fun it's just so fun I mean yeah. you, you know I, I haven't seen it so far this year let's play Bill Lonis doing Oh Holy Night
the stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices yonder breaks a new and glorious morn fall on your knees oh hear the angel voices oh night divine oh night when Christ was born His gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in Oh!
the fabulous Bill Lonis. Thank you so much, Bill. And you can see he's at the Roost quite often in Cathedral City. So check Facebook or go online to the Roost because he's there quite. He's fabulous. And he actually worked with him in a group, group called PS Alive. We've got some hopefully some shows coming up in the 2022. So thank you, Bill. What do you got, Brian? So I wanted to ask you. So let's let's go ahead and ask who's your favorite on-screen Santa Claus. Ah. Uh. I have to say, uh, I don't know, don't remember his name. The guy that did it, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The original, right? Yeah, Edmund Gwen. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. he's my favorite. And what about you, Dutch? Oh, he set the stage. It, yeah, there's nobody who can follow yeah. that. Everybody else is just a fat guy with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Mine would be Edmund Gwen. Yeah. I think he's wonderful, and he's all, and trivia time. He won an Academy Award for playing Santa Claus in that movie. Best supporting actor i didn't know that yeah he won an academy award for that i mean he i mean he looks like santa claus i mean it's so it's easy to believe that's that's him that's him right there that's everything i thought santa claus should be exactly yeah and what and what i like about him is that like he doesn't do the whole ho 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 merry christmas like stereotype thing stereotype he gives depth and and he's wise and yeah no he's great it's probably my 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 motivation for for this that i read today because i've read this on public radio yeah. nationally yeah. regionally uh and that's probably my my inspiration was his was him. just his general demeanor yeah 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 what about scrooges what let's <gasps> see who's our favorite scrooge oh uh, <laughs> um was it Alistair? Sim, Alistair Sim, Sim. Yes. That was He was the original, right? From 1951. Okay. Reginald Owen was one of the originals from the 30s. But 1951, Alistair Sim is my favorite one. Did, did, did George C. Scott do it? 80s. At some point? Okay, I thought he no, did, no, yeah. No, no, I have to disagree. I used to, he used to be, and I've actually done a Scrooge uh, examination this year. Yes. There's a, a Christmas Carol from 1936 that's out there, too. And it's in black and white. It's been colorized. And who, who is, is it? Original? I don't know okay. who his name is because it's so horrendous. Or... I just oh yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. I just wanted to see the ghost of the Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah. But I've got a new new favorite Scrooge, George C. Scott. Yeah, he was oh, good. He did. A, he was yeah. wonderful. He did a good I, job. I, I watched him, and I and just as an actor, I I I, I forgot that he was Patton. You know, yeah. and some actors will do a, a part. And, and you're uh, stuck with that. Yeah, whenever you yeah, see everybody him, thinks you go, he's Patton. Oh, yeah. George Patton. This guy was, oh, he was so good. So good. Yeah, he, he, that was a good version. Absolutely. Oh, you're talking about the one with uh, Reginald Owen is one that came yes. out in 1938. That's yes. the one. People tend to have positive opinions about that one but I recently watched it and I'm like no thank no, you I, but <laughs> the, George C. Scott's really good yeah. Michael Caine I love Michael Caine in the Muppets oh he did okay the Muppets alright yeah. he did yeah. the Muppets one and I mean some of the other ones that I do count would be Bill Murray and Scrooge but that's more of a version of Scrooge yeah yeah. yeah. but I guess it just depends I'm still not sure how I feel about Albert Finney, but we'll let. I'll have to rewatch it this year yeah. and well, let he, that decide. He probably had a few <laughs> martinis before he. Put History it will tell. You yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My favorite line in all of the Christmas Carol. My favorite scene uh, is, "You there, boy? Yes, you. Yeah, what me, sir? Mm. Yes, boy. Ha <laughs> ha. Wonderful boy. Wonderful boy. Tell me, is that prize turkey still hanging in the window at the poulter's on the next street? What? The one as big as me, I should say so, sir. No, that's that. Just <laughs> yeah. That's when I a, talk yeah. to my friends who, I have a few friends who do 
Scrooge professionally, and that's mm-hmm. how I always talk to him. The first thing I have in a conversation is, you were there, you were there, yeah. Scrooge. Uh, <laughs> what, who, me? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. What yeah. about Christmas books? Any favorite Christmas novels, books, anything that you've read Christmas related? Well, the, I think one of my favorite stories is, and I, gosh, it went out of my head, but the one with the, the the woman sells her cuts off her Gift hair of the magi. yeah, yeah. cuts Henry. off her hair yeah. and get and buys something for the husband and the husband buys Gift her barrettes the for her get them yeah yeah that's I think a great story yeah. one of my favorite ones most people don't think of it as a Christmas story but I always associate it Little Women I yeah always, yeah yeah and I think that's the second most adapted Christmas um, story <clears throat> ever after a Christmas Carol and all that and also I forgot um, Scrooge McDuck is another good Scrooge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. There we go. We got, we got, yeah. I got all that energy out. <laughs> I, I have no favorite Christmas story because I, I'm a voracious reader. And I read on an average five to seven books a month. And mm-hmm. not, you know, that size of book, but I'm Big talking books, about books, novels, real books. War and peace. And, yeah. and I have such a varied reader. The <clears throat> problem with being such a voracious reader is I don't remember if I, until I buy it for the second time and go, Wait a minute! I've I've already read oh, this. Yeah, what are we yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. So no, I really don't have a, a favorite one. Yeah. The gift of the Magi's, I think, is a really nice story. Yeah, yeah. And for, I'm just curious. Two more questions. Favorite yeah. Christmas movie? Movie like movie that played in theaters or TV movie? I, White Christmas. Yeah, I have to go with White him. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, it's a wonderful life for me. Okay. And then what about Christmas special like Charlie, Charlie Brown, Brown? Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. Charlie uh, Brown. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Special. Our, our audience are going to unfortunately miss that conversation about Star Wars Holiday Special because I am not going to go through that trauma again. <laughs> <laughs> that horrible special. But you know what, Bonnie, did you have any more trivia or uh, anything? No, but I'm going to I want to sing a song. Oh, and I'm going to sing a an gift. acapella. And I have, I have done Christmas specials uh, since I'm in radio for probably since I've been in the Valley, 20 some years, we do this every year, and I think I've done this most years, and this is acapella. This was my mother's favorite Christmas song, and December 16th, two days ago, was the 10 year anniversary of her passing. Mm -hmm. Miss her a lot. Anyway, okay. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. If only in my dreams miss your mom oh just wonderful just wonderful all right bonnie we want to close this out with um everybody we're going to go around the table what brian what is your hope for 2022 for prosperity and just for let's just say a more united world and hopefully a world where we can you know not feel so conflicted about everything and not always feel like we're always in conflict and hopefully hopefully at least a step away from that even if we don't get away from it just a step away okay dutch brian that that 
That says it all for me, too. Just to get rid of the confusion, get rid of the doubt, get rid of the the individualism, which has ruined a lot of society in the, in the last particular year or so, and go back to, I, I know it's impossible, I just want to go back to that gentler time where we help our neighbors, we love our friends, and we love our family. Yep. You know, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Just, um, yeah, take a step back. You know, our, we're, our, we're smart, much more alike. Our similarities are much stronger than our differences. I mean, deep down, we're all the same. Everybody wants love and acceptance and peace and acknowledgement of who they are. And, you know, you don't have to have an enemy. We're not each other's enemies. And just to take a step back, find some peace. Um, what you give out, you give back. And, um, you know, it's really all about love. It might sound cliched, but it really is. Um, we got a Christmas song we can, we can go out with, Brian? Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas. We'll see you in 2022.